0: Welcome everyone, my name is Steve Stump and today you're here on another episode with a, where we're talking 100% on not in your business. This podcast is focused on helping business owners go through that transition so they can focus on their business and not in it which is focused on the day-to-day operations because we know when you get focused on it you're going to drive sales, you're going to develop your employees and they're going to drive the success of your business going forward allowing you to focus on it. Today I have Ted Holiday. I'm really excited to have this guy on the on the podcast. He is the president and CEO of the Glass Guru of Frisco and the Glass Guru of Sherman. Uh, He and I run around in some networking circles together. He's got a great story on how he came to find the Glass Guru, and he's grown it over the past several years. Ted, welcome. Uh, Tell folks just a little bit about that backstory and how you came to be the Glass Guru of Frisco and Sherman.
1: Okay, thanks. I'm glad to be here, first of all. And Steve, I think you're flipping awesome. Um, so some of you might say that I'm like a cow walking in tall grass, utterly tickled to be here. I love talking business and I love being surrounded with awesome people like Steve here. Thank you. So um, back in 2005, I lived in Las Vegas. I owned a, another business that I had started from scratch, dealing with um, wireless cell phones and the Dish Network product. Mm -hmm. and so in 2005 jokingly i went to my partner and said hey you want to buy me out he didn't want to continue to expand the business and a couple of his brothers worked for us so they got together and said yeah we'll buy you out so they bought me out and i've always wanted to live in texas so we sold the business um bought a house while we were still in tech or still in las vegas first time we saw it was when we drove out here to move into it
0: an unseen wow
1: yeah so we we started an adventure um I guess building custom homes that kind of went south um, and realized what was going on, who we partnered up with was doing things a little illegal. We got out of it quickly. And about six months to a year, the majority of those gentlemen and ladies went to prison. Wow. For what they were, they were um, fraud and banks with construction loans and stuff. And I didn't want to go work for somebody, but had lost all the money that, that I acquired from selling my business. I looked in my garage and noticed I had a lawnmower. So I started a lawn mowing business um, and got that up and going where I couldn't handle it by myself. Called my brother, who is now my business partner in, in the Glass Guru, and see if he would move out here um, to um, Texas from California to help me mow lawns. And first couple of weeks was kind of rough on him because of the heat here. He wasn't used to that. Right. And um, I remember looking over at him, mowing lawns and just puking in the backyards because of heat stroke. And I realized, OK, we got to come up with something different. So I kept my eye open. And oddly enough, I would check the listings in Craigslist to see what kind of business um, businesses were being sold there or business opportunities. And the glass screw had an ad listed in Craigslist because along with our window or with our um, landscape business, we were also washing windows and we started seeing all that moisture in between the window panes and couldn't figure out how to get that out of there. And that's one of the things the Glass Guru does is they are able to get rid of the moisture between the the window panes. Interesting. So that's what attracted me to it. And over a course of about six months to a year, we ended up selling our landscape business and purchasing the Glass Guru Frisco franchise. And we were um, the first location in Texas. Wow. And so that's kind of how we got into the, where we're at now and been doing it now for 12 years.
0: Wow, 12 years. So that's quite a, quite a ride. And uh, for those that uh, are you know, across the country here, Frisco is probably one of the fastest growing cities in uh, the United States. And so, Ted, I'm sure you've seen a tremendous amount of growth in your business as a whole community has uh, just built up over there.
1: Yeah. So when we moved into our house here in McKinney, we, we drove in. And if anyone's familiar with this area, it's kind of rock hill that turns into Virginia and it was nothing but pastures and cows. And so we thought we were buying a cow in the middle of a pat or a house in the middle of a pasture. That's what it felt like. Right. And everybody yeah. asked, why the heck do you move there? There's hardly one that lives there. That is vastly changed.
0: Yeah, you could probably can't throw a rock anywhere without hitting a home and, and someone's uh someone's living there for sure. Yeah. Well, so 12 years that's that's quite a ride and so it was let's see it was you and your brother and your wife, and then um, certainly you were, you know, in the business, how how long did it take you to get focused. um, On the business and have a support of additional employees, so that you can really kind of take that uh, business idea you had with glass Guru to the next level.
1: Um, Great question Um, so. When we first started this, my wife actually had to get a job because Mm -hmm. in order to do it, we needed that support. And so my brother's wife also worked as well. And so my wife went and got certified and became a surgical assistant for a periodontist in Frisco. Mm -hmm. And so she went and worked there and my brother and I, we answered the phones. We scheduled the appointments. We did the estimates. We did the installs. We did everything. And I guess, and we ran it out of our garage so and i guess about the third year my wife came to me and said hey you need to hire me and i'm like no that's too scary we we need that income so we waited a couple more years and i think it was the fifth year she's like no you need to hire me you i think you're missing a lot of business and so not only you need to hire me you need to get a, a location and so she forced us to make a couple jumps there and i think within the first month our revenue stream increased like 25 to 30 thousand in a month, just based Smart on woman. phone call.
0: Smart work. Yeah, yeah.
1: So even though it was a scary jump, um, we didn't realize how many of those phone calls we were missing by trying to do all of it. And so it helped. It's still working hard in the business, and it probably wasn't. I guess. When we came to 2018, we had a convention for the Glass Guru where all the um, franchise owners come together and we had started finding ourselves into some financial difficulties where I thought we were going to have to close our doors. Oh, wow. Um, I couldn't couldn't see what was going on. Being down in the trenches, I didn't have that eagle view of the business. And our Glass Guru has a, a program, they call it the big program, where you work with one of the coaches up there. So, cause they have that view and, and so we had to really pr- pretty much undress ourselves and be vulnerable and to see, let them see what we were actually doing. Right. Cause it's, it's an entrepreneurial based franchise. They, they say, Hey, these are certain guidelines, but you know, go out there and use your business drive to make it happen. And so when we went to that convention, I wasn't sure we were going to be in business come um, 2019. I mean, it was that close and that scary. And You know, I felt so stressed that I thought the blood vessels in my body were just not going to hold the blood back. And, but we started working with the coach, made a whole lot of changes. And so from 2018 to 2000, end of two, or the start of 2020, we paid off all of our debt. And I was actually able to move out of the business, day to day stuff, and focus on money making activities like networking, marketing and driving business to our business yeah and it's been flipping awesome
0: that that's a neat story you know it reminds me of kind of the traditional s curve so the I, I forget which book it was but um, the author was saying every business goes through an s curve where you're kind of flat for a period of time then it goes up and sales are rocking and rolling and then you kind of plateau and if you don't adjust you start to dip at the top of that s and it sounds like you were you had gone through a couple of evolutions of that S curve, and maybe that second time you um, got focused on the business and you started seeing growth. But then it took another evolution, and uh, the coaching that you got from the Glass Guru Coaching Program certainly helped kind of develop that whole that whole another S curve. So, very very interesting story.
1: And it was it was very uncomfortable and. I know my wife and I, we went without pay for probably six to seven months in order to make that happen. So that, that was uncomfortable, but we knew that we wanted to make it work. And, you know, we had had several businesses in the past. We knew what kind of effort and trial it was going to be, but we didn't want to give up. Yeah. And we knew that we had to become humble in the sense that we don't know what we're doing all of a sudden and we need help. Yeah. And I think that's the big struggle that I see with a lot of other business owners. Like, well, I've I've been successful in all these other businesses, so had I, but I'm I'm at this crossroad now where I'm in the process of losing something, mm-hmm. and I need help. And so, I really had to do some inventory on myself in in order to allow that to happen.
0: Right. So now that you're um, in that that you probably again on the on the on the growth trajectory in your next S curve um what are the challenges you see as the day-to-days don't don't stop right things happen unexpectedly and what are the challenges you see that pulls you back in and prevents you from working on that business and how do you handle those struggles so when
1: I guess it was when did COVID hit beginning March of 2019 Uh, yeah
0: just a year now yeah
1: so when that happened we we said, okay, we've come this far. We can't let anything hurt. We call our business our baby. So we furloughed our employees and we just went right back into the trenches. I went back into estimating. My brother went into installing and we just kept the ball rolling and are hoping that we could bring our employees back. And we learned real quick that things weren't going to slow down for us. Because people all of a sudden were home and they saw these windows that were fogged that they wanted to get fixed, but they were never home because they had to go to the office every day. And now all of a sudden their, their home became the office. And so we were getting flooded with calls. And so our struggle at that point was getting people to come back because they enjoyed the unemployment checks that were coming because unfortunately they were making a little more than they could make by working. Right. Yeah. And so some of them chose to stay home.
0: Yeah, I heard a lot of a lot of businesses struggled with that.
1: Yeah. But we we got it back and going again. But I guess the key for me is, is to always make sure that I am fluid in what's going on in the business so that if it ever happens, I can jump in and there's not another learning curve that, OK, I forgot how all this worked. Right. I, I stay on top of our price structure. I stay on top of um, what we're selling, how it's being sold. Um, Cause basically, I mean, it really has to come through me. And if I disconnect myself from that at any point, then, then it, it's just gonna hurt the business. Cause yeah. now I'm the eagle eyes of the business. And I go to, I have our operations have weekly meetings. I have uh, me- weekly meetings with our office staff, weekly meetings as a, a corporate structure. And, you know, go through, we go through everything. We want to make sure that when there's price increases, that we're increasing our prices because most people in our industry, they don't stay on top of that. Right. They're still charging prices from five years ago, and they've gone up like 20 times since then, if not more. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that makes sense. And so that takes a lot of attention from you. But then also, what are you selling and what are the needs out in, in the homes and your inventory changes? And I'm sure technology changes, technology changes and everything, even in the yeah.
1: And that's one benefit that we have being part of the Glass Guru franchise is that they have such an amazing team that a lot of things that I see other business owners that aren't part of a franchise struggle with, that we're blessed that we don't have to struggle with those type of things. And, and one of them is the technology. They have a whole team that takes care of technology, whole team that takes care of the social media. I mean, obviously, we do some, a lot of our own on that aspect, but they're there to coach us. And even though that we're in a good place, considering where we were in the past, I still meet weekly with my coach because um, I don't want it to happen again. Awesome.
0: Well, as you've begun, become become a, a more successful glass guru and you're seeing the other franchises, up and coming franchises, what's the one piece of advice that you give them that not only applies to their business, but really could apply to any small business owner?
1: Um. And I do have an opportunity to meet with quite a few of them looking into the franchise, um, being on the advisory council. And a lot of what I tell them is, you know, you have to be teachable. If you have the attitude, you think you know everything, your success is limited. Right. You have, to, you have to look at everybody that you ever come in contact with that you can learn from them, regardless of the age, background, culture. Just stay teachable. That is great and, advice. Constantly, constantly learn. I mean, education doesn't end at school. I mean, it's just, you got to keep the mind sharp.
0: Right, right. Never be the,
1: to work on that because.
0: <laughs> say it again. Sharpest,
1: and I really have to work on that because I'm usually not the sharpest tool in the shed.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, pretty, uh, you're pretty high up there. But um, that's awesome. You know, definitely never be the smartest person in the room. So that is great advice. Always be learning, uh, regardless right. of who that, that person is that may be able to teach you. That's awesome. Well, Ted, um, how would someone get in touch with you if they're here in the Frisco, uh, Collin County area, Sherman area, and they need uh, your services, or if they just want some advice on uh, growing their own business, how would anybody get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, you can look us up online at theglassguru.com and you can put your zip code in there and many um, different glass gurus could pop up if it's a different zip code or you can call us directly um, 469-252-3785.
0: Perfect. All right. Well, Ted, uh, you and I run around in a lot of networking groups together and you are known to always end your time with everybody in the network with a fantastic joke. So I can't let you go without a, a good joke for the day. So what you got for us?
1: So it's, unfortunately it's kind of, I, I'm cleaning it up. So my wife kind of got mad at me for telling it the rough way. So what do you call a person that doesn't pass gas in public?
0: Person doesn't pass gas in public. I, uh, I, I don't know. I've got some ideas, but I'm going to keep it clean, too. I don't know.
1: <laughs> a private tutor.
0: What a bum. There you go, folks. Hey, Ted, this has been fantastic. I, I want to let you know you're one of my first guests on the, on the podcast as well. So I really appreciate you spending the time with me. I look forward to getting to uh, see you out and about. And uh, maybe sometime in the future, we'll bring you back on.
1: Awesome. Enjoy the journey, people.
0: Absolutely. Ted, thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Steve. Wow, that was a real joy having Ted Holiday on the show today. He is a president and CEO of the Glass Guru of Frisco and the Glass Guru of Sherman. And you could tell from his story that he has a lot of experience running businesses and certainly uh, his fair share of challenges running them. Some of the keys that I took away based on the lessons that he, he's learned, is number one, be vulnerable. Always be learning and stay teachable. Be able or be willing to t- be teachable from anybody in the room, any walks of life, any background because they've got a different perspective than you. In addition to that, stay humble. And then the last one, even though you get focused on your business, it's important to stay fluid with what's going on in your business so that you can step back in. Because no business owner is completely working on their business, there are those times when you've got to step back in. But not only that, what he shared is that the environment changes around you. And if you're not fluid in what's going on in your business, you don't know how to react when the environment changes around you. Ted mentioned a couple of times having that eagle-eye view. And so soaring over your business and looking down at the big picture is one way to stay focused 100% on and not in your business. The other way is attracting and retaining motivated employees. A great way to do that is with health insurance. I can help you structure health insurance benefits for your employees that they will use and can afford. If you want to learn more, just Google Ensure Me Steve. I'll pop up in those Google results and you can always find me here at the podcast. I've got another great guest next week. I am super excited about this guest. I hope you'll join me next week and then and until then, have an amazing, amazing week in your business. Thank you everyone.